This is where the big boys play, huh? you to, to, to doubt El Dandy, because this guy's a serious professional. Hold three, the moss-covered, three-handled family gradunzel. I am Sir Michael Cole. You there, sitting at home, acknowledge me. Number four, armbar. This ain't no disco, ain't no country club either. This is the Three Count Thursday podcast. <laughs> so let's go, baby. Hello, everyone. Welcome to 3CT. We are live. It is Thursday night, October the 6th, 2022. We are glad to be with you once again. Make sure you uh, head over to 3CountThursday.com. That's where you'll find our, our YouTube channel, our uh, merchandise over at tpublic.com, and everything else 3CT related. You'll find the Wrestler of the Week and much more. you also find, uh, like I said, our YouTube link, our social media links, our podcast link, so you can uh, subscribe everywhere. Uh, you can uh, you can find three uh, CT as you can see on the screen as you're with us live on video or catching up on demand. Over thirty great designs. Warner Brothers hasn't shut down the uh, the new four mark shirt yet, but there's you know there's still time, I suppose. Um, but uh, head over there. Stuff always on sale. Um, uh, or regularly on sale because I don't I don't believe there is a current sale going on, but you can see the four mark shirt over there right now. Um, let's see. Lou says it ain't even uh, ten minutes. Or if you ain't ten minutes early, you're late. Yeah, well, um, it's got a we got a couple couple minute late start. How's it going, Lou? Uh, Devin, what's going on, buddy? Charlie joining in as well. Yes, yeah, Scotty. Um, uh, obviously, some some unfortunate news today in in, in the wrestling world. Uh, Sarah Lee, uh, 2015 Tough Enough winner, uh, passed away uh, at the age of 30. Um, really, no uh, no information. But uh, if you uh, if you go on Twitter, I know we retweeted it. Uh, there is a GoFundMe going for uh, for her family. Um, I, I saw the news like a couple people talking about it this afternoon, and. Um, you know there was there was there was no confirmation for for a little while but um yeah i guess uh her her mom or somebody in her family uh did confirm it uh via social media um she was married to f uh former WWE superstar Wesley Blake uh they have three kids um yeah there was an instagram post a couple of days ago uh she had mentioned something about having a um a sinus infection that it that it kind of um you know knocked her out a little bit but uh yeah no uh no reason given but of course our our uh our thoughts are with uh, her family and, and friends and all who knew her there's a, a great outpouring of support 
uh, this afternoon. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, crazy. It's a, it's a, it's a harsh reminder that, uh, you know, life is very, very fragile. So Scotty, thank you for bringing that up. And yeah, um, as well, thoughts and prayers, everybody affected by, uh, by hurricane Ian as well. There's a, a big path of destruction, uh, all up and down the East coast. So, um, we're going to try and entertain for the next uh, the next hour or so here, as we do on Thursday nights. We also uh, have a podcast version of our show uh, that comes out on Tuesdays uh, on our podcast feed, uh, so you can check that out, that out as well. Um, not always uh, wrestling oriented over there, you know. Like if you want your uh, kind of topical, you know, weekly uh, wrestling content, you can come here. Um, but, uh, pretty much sky's the limit on, on Tuesdays. Uh, so if you haven't checked that out, subscribe to our show, uh, on all podcast platforms, uh, sky's the limit. I mean, it's more about here, but yeah. Well, okay. Look, man, I'm let's just being honest. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Let's you not know. oversell it. It's when you're just, right. You're right. As uh, well, uh, Ryan, then I'll start with you. How you doing? Good. Good. Matt's not here this week. So, uh, I want to let him know that I'm wearing the Phillies cap. I think this is what got him into the playoffs. That's um, right. Because Matt commented that when I did wear this cap one time, something good happened. Yeah! So I've been trying to put it on every day, at least for a few minutes. I'll wear it for the podcast for Matt. Um, also, without Matt being here, I hate referees. Um, <laughs> I think they're the worst. And I definitely complain about them as much, if not more, than Jim. Uh, I would agree with all of those things. Uh, Tim. How you doing? I'm good, man. Uh, you know, a lot of stuff going on uh, personally, so I'm glad I'm able to kick it with you guys and uh, get my mind off things. But uh, everything's good. Don't worry. Don't need to worry. But uh, just uh, I usually save this for the end of the podcast. Nobody's here, but I'm going to do it in the beginning of the podcast. Uh, if you haven't told somebody you loved them recently, do it. Remind people how you feel. Um, reach out to your loved ones whenever you can, um, cause you just don't know when your number's going to get called. So just be lucky, be fortunate. You're, you're on this side of the earth today. And, uh, we appreciate each of you guys, uh, coming and hanging out for an hour here on Facebook, uh, just BS and the time away. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, and I'm going to put well, this I out just, there cause I, I just wanted to call and let you know that I love you. I want to. I want to say because I saw the. Uh, I saw the, the the number of live viewers as high as seven. If we can get that to ten, I'm going to go get the wheel of impressions. Oh, uh, so so uh, sh- share the video, call them the favors, get as many people in here. If I see that number get to ten, I'm going to get up out my uh, chair. Wheel of impressions. Oh damn it! I, I was hoping maybe I had it under the table, but I do not. Um, but uh, intern Mark, how you doing? Well, it's kind of. There's some sad news with Tim's going through some things and uh, passing of uh, former Tough Enough winner and the Phillies are in the playoffs, so that's a bright spot if you like Philadelphia. But, you know, and I'm here to brighten everybody's day. So I'm going to apologize, Jim, but <laughs> I got something to say. It goes like this. Supercalifragilist that expialidocious. Supercalifragilis, my ex be on some hoe. Superman, I get them bands. Ain't going to buy you roses. <laughs> Super duper, get them cougars. Took my wrist and froze it. Super duper hoes? Y'all got Oompa Loompa hoes. 
I never knew you hoes. Probably still ran through them, though. Oh, wait, Jim. Know your hoes? No, 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 no. Are you talking about Tracy? Tracy with the... Tracy with the Honda? Did he use this last week? <laughs> Mark, we can't even hear you anymore. Did you break your headset again, Mark? Mark, we didn't mute you. You're just moving your lips at this point. What the hell is even that? Oh, we might be muted. What's well, congratulations, on? guys. Welcome to Oops by Young Gravy. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Yes. yes. We oh, God. Now he's holding the headset. I'll definitely hold it all, all episode. That'll, that'll do good. That'll be great. You can hear me okay? Did you hear what I said? I mean, it's a little quiet and a little muffled, Mark, but we... I think we lost you after supercalifragilisticexpialy. <laughs> Don't make him repeat it, Ryan. Yeah, right um, there. Right there is where we lost you. I... <laughs> Mark, we... Mark, can you get a new headset, please? What's, what's going on over out? there? All the money... All the money you spend on fares, you should be able to get a new headset. How do you think Mark affords the fares? <sighs> Goodness sakes. So all how of the do, how do you every all of the ducats that he gets from being the universal ski ball champion. Oh my God. You'd God, think that they'd so have like once. beats or something. Instead, he's out here with like Sam's choice. They sell better <laughs> they sell better. He's got earbud sets at five below. On. Like goodness sakes, Mark! Oh, we're at seven. We're at seven. Share, share, share. share. Give it a share. Share, share. share. Um, These are beats. I want them at Hershey Park playing skee ball. Are you freaking and, serious? In what decade? I am. Did they give you tickets to take that? <laughs> no, I I cashed them in. The Mason now, was sir, there. This one does have the water damage. That's fine. That's true. Um. Let's uh let me hit this real quick. Did you hear everything okay? Did you hear about Mark, we're moving on. Uh we're Did looking you? Did you hear about my Oompa Loompa host. Yeah, we heard that. October the sixth in pro wrestling history. Uh th your host. three birthdays today. <laughs> Bruno San Martino was born you today. You probably don't even know my host. In nineteen thirty five, Barry Darso was born today in nineteen fifty nine, and Afa Anawai Jr. was born today in nineteen eighty four. Uh, you missed the birthday already. It, who, whose birthday? A Gypsy Mac friend of the show. Gypsy Mac. She had a birthday today. We're still having a birthday. Today. Well, yeah, it would still be. It was still going on out west. She's still having a great be time. Her birthday. Happy um, birthday, Gypsy, wherever you are. All right, we are looking. <laughs> 1990, 1997, the Monday Night Gypsy! Wars continued with WCW Monday Nitro getting a 3.9 victory over Monday Night Raw's 3.0. Nitro featured Cruiserweight Champion Eddie Guerrero defeating Ultimo Dragon and U.S. Champion Kurt Henning defeating uh, Chris Benoit. Uh, while Raw saw Hunter Hearst Helmsley defeat World Champion Bret Hart via Countout and Intercontinental Champion Owen Hart defeated Hawk. Uh, this Raw also featured Jim Cornette's shoot on WCW and Eric Bischoff in an interview, and also the interview Vince McMahon conducted with Melanie Pillman just one day after Brian Pillman's death. Battle of the Cock. 
Uh, um, 2006. Uh, Canadian star TJ Wilson reported uh, to WWE Developmental Deep South Wrestling for a one-week tryout. He was uh, later signed and made it to the main roster, of course, as Tyson Kidd. On this day. 2011, Bruce, Bruce, Bruce Prithard, Bruce Pritchard replaced Vince Russo as head creative force in TNA Wrestling. On this day. 2013, WWE presents their inaugural Battleground pay-per-view from the first Niagara Center in uh, Buffalo, New York, in front of 11,700 fans with a buy rate of 114,000. The show featured one pre-show match, eight main card matches, and in the main event, Daniel Bryan versus Randy Orton ended in a no contest. It was for the vacant WWE championship. On this day. 2018, WWE presents their inaugural Super Showdown pay-per-view from the Melbourne Cricket Cricket Ground in Melbourne, Australia. In front of 70,309 fans, it had a pay-per-view buy rate of 65,000. The show featured 10 matches, and in the main event, Triple H with Shawn Michaels defeated The Undertaker with Kane in a no-DQ match. Lastly, in 2019, WWE presents their 11th annual Hell in a Cell pay-per-view from the Golden One Center in Sacramento, California, uh, in front of 10,000 fans. The show featured one pre-show match, eight main card matches, and in the main event, Seth Rollins and The Fiend fought in a Hell in a Cell match for the Universal title. The match ended in a ref stoppage. Uh, and those are the events that occurred. On this day. October the 6th in pro wrestling history um before we get to the wrestler of the week uh earlier today the uh the wwe announced what are you shaking your head at oh my god in heaven mark what the can you guys hear me better now actually yes <laughs> you'd be surprised but we can we, we Tim, what are you eating over there it smells good <laughs> Nothing right now. Um, earlier today, WWE announced the Raw, SmackDown... I hope your nose gets an ear infection. <laughs> NXT and premium live events will all have updated announced booths, uh, starting with this season's uh, this week's season premieres. Uh, it was first reported by Variety. Uh, Friday Night SmackDown, the commentary table, beheaded by Michael Cole with Wade Barrett doing color commentary. Samantha Irvin will be the ring announcer, and interviews will be conducted by Kayla Braxton and Megan Morant. Uh, I did see that. Oh, it does say at the bottom here, Pat McAfee will return to the announce booth following his commitments to ESPN's college game day. Uh, Monday Night Raw, Corey Graves will still be providing his colorful insights and will be joined by Kevin Patrick on play-by-play. Mike Rome will continue to announce from the ring. Byron Saxton will transition from the commentary booth to backstage interview. Also joining Saxton in the backstage interviews is none other than the returning Kathy Kelly. Respectfully. Hooray. Kelly Kelly. Nope. Kathy Kelly. Mark. Kathy Kelly. Respectfully. Kelly Kelly in, in WCW. Yeah, she's in WCW. Uh, on NXT, Vic Joseph will be assisted by six-time world champion and WWE Hall of Famer Booker T. Alicia Taylor will still uh, provide her exceptional Alicia voice Taylor. to ring announcing, and Mackenzie Mitchell will once again be conducting <laughs> interviews. Uh, on the premium live event side, Michael Cole and Corey Graves will come together uh, again to announce from the booth. Um, thoughts on the uh, thoughts on the the, the redesign? Or the, the reshuffling of, uh... yes, right? 
Oh, just just yelling like like Jimmy Smith. Oh, thank you. I'm yelling I... O's. That's all. That is. Jim, or, uh, well, see, we're we're making our big return to commentary on uh, October the fifteenth. Um, so I didn't want to be uh, accused of gimmick infringement when I just owe my way through the commentary night. So I appreciate Jimmy Smith for all he did oh, for Monday oh, Night Raw, but he's oh. he's giving me the gimmick back. <laughs> Oh, uh, you, you, did, you failed to uh, mention who's going to do commentary for Wrestling Challenge. Is that still Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby Heenan? Um, Mark, uh, I, I I don't know if that, I don't think that airs in Mark um, I, on I, this plane of existence. Will you stop? Yeah, I got I got some bad news there, Mark. Um, yeah, they have died. Uh, Luna um, Kitty joining us. Hi, Luna Kitty. Luna Welcome Kitty. in. We haven't seen you in a while. Um, Luna Kitty. I actually, I, I mean, look, I, 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 I couldn't, I couldn't unhear the the O's with with Jimmy Smith, but I, I don't think he did a bad job. Um, I think Jimmy oh. Smith was great for MMA. Yeah, he's an MMA guy. He's an MMA guy. I think like Maro, anything can happen anytime, and the O's are a good response to somebody getting caught in MMA. Mamma mia! And that's one thing I'm really happy about is that we didn't bring Maro back. Okay, yeah. Um, You're not. You've never been a Maro guy, have you? I liked him until I stopped. <laughs> that make fair. that adds up. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, ah, this is really cool. Like, I really enjoyed Maro, and then like, I, and then I woke up, and then Maro was no longer uh, into it for me. Um, my big problem, and it's not even a big problem, but. Where's the representation? Oh. Well, they moved him backstage to do interviews. Like I got coaches. a bunch of vanilla faces yeah. on TV. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're wrong. Like we get rid of the so raw trades, raw cuts. Oh, guy, and then trades the black delegation to NXT for a British guy. <laughs> that that's what happened. That's what happened. Like. I don't know if Booker T, first of all, fits NXT at all. None. Yeah, I don't I don't understand that. To me, I would rather have Saxton if you're gonna if you're gonna move Saxton off of Raw, I would almost have Saxton on NXT and not doing backstage interviews on Raw. I don't I don't like I don't get him doing backstage interviews. Personally. I get- I get why having Booker T at NXT makes sense. He is a he's a great ha- coach. He is a Hall of Famer. He is a two-time Hall of Famer. I think, right? Doesn't I he believe have two rings? so. Yeah, that is correct. Two-time Hall of Famer. Two-time. He gets to be there for developmental and watch these these new talents grow. Um. But I don't know if he is going to do a service to NXT in the form of commentary. I think he might have been better served as like a general what you think manager. Sound like Tim? Like Nikita um, Lyons does her split pitch. Not an, there's not what enough. What do you think that sounds like? I haven't seen. I haven't seen a, a wheel. We got to get it to ten. We're at six. So, but I'm right. sure it right. would well, be I'm like Shucky Ducky Quack Quack. Um, you know what? You're falling short. My, oh happening. my goodness. Oh my Chet Lemon. Um 
But, and it's not to say I don't like these teams. I do. But you could do, like, how how come we don't have anybody ready as a female to fill a role in commentary yet? Like, why don't we have... Renee, right, was the last one? Renee, uh, and the Beth, comment, one, Beth Phoenix well, was in Beth NXT. Phoenix for NXT. Okay. Um, but Beth Phoenix just screamed at you. She did. That's she all did. she did. Like Marvin Hollow. <laughs> like Jimmy Smith. Um, I think we may have the most polished commentary teams. I'm very happy to know that we are two-man booths across the board. Mm-hmm. Um, until we get to SmackDown, and then we get... Um, Pat McAfee back, but I don't even know. I don't even know if things sh- shift around when McAfee comes back, or if it, or SmackDown becomes a three man. I don't know. I don't think SmackDown should become a three man. I don't honest. think it should either. I don't like. I don't. I, I'm not a fan think, of three man booths. I think Booker is here while McAfee is out, and, and then, then when McAfee Barrett is goes back, back to NXT, Barrett goes back to NXT. I'm fine with that. And and. uh I'd be fine with that. Mr. For the brand goes back home to SmackDown. Um, um, you think there's any chance he shows up and just wrestles for a bit and then settles back in? I don't think so. No. No need to? I think if he wrestles, it's he is a major show guy now. Yeah. Yeah. WrestleManias. Royal Summer Rumble. Slams, Rumble. He may come back at the Rumble. I, yeah, I think he's gonna. Yeah, because college football season is gonna be done. Basically done. You'll get an episode of game day for the national title game in January, but it's done. yeah, SmackDown will be or wrestling will be yeah, wrestling. Uh, college football will be done by the time the Rumble is. Um, yeah, and so you can easily have McAfee return at at the Rumble. He gets eliminated by his feud leading to Mania. Yeah, that's perfect. That's fair. And and that's how you get there. And I don't know who it is. I don't know who you'd get, who you'd partner him up with. Uh, or not even partner him up with, but put him against. Because you can't do, you can't do Corbin. No, Corbin. Or could you? I mean, you, you could, but I don't know why you'd quote unquote waste that. Again run, for Mania. You would run, why you would run that back. Right. You don't need to run it back. It was perfect the way it was. Right. And so. um, Who knows? I mean, it could be anybody eliminating him. And that sets up the Mania match, though. Yeah. And then right. I mean, it's WrestleMania. Mouth, it's where, it's where right. dreams come true. Um, the I mean, Cole and, and Barrett should be great. Um. I, I like I'm I'm very interested in the in the raw in the raw booth. Um I'm curious how much of a hurdle and this isn't meant to be taken like in a negative sense, but Kevin Patrick has a very thick accent. Yeah. Very thick. Have you and heard Wade Barrett talk? <laughs> but Wade's but his color accent is different, and Wade's also so color. Wade, where Ke- where Kevin is play by play. Wade Barrett's British, and that's fine. Okay, but 
Well, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Kevin Patrick is, I think, Scottish. Yeah, I believe. So, and he's got the talk. He's got the talking patterns of like Nicky, Nicky Ash, and Dewdrop. And it's very, it's much different than a British accent. And it, it wasn't necessarily that he's, to me, he is borderline distracting on the pre-shows. Okay. When they put him with, with Caleb Braxton, hearing him on three hours of raw programming. When Vic Joseph the most underrated commentator in the history of commentators on WWE is just dying a death on NXT. Like you could have moved Vic up with Corey on Monday and have Patrick or Kevin cut his teeth. But then that would be the most comedically. I was going to say like, because, because then you're having two people cutting your teeth. Kind of because the Scottish accent, let me type man. <laughs> here we go here man like, um yeah i great. i don't think that works and again if you're if, if booker's a placeholder until mcafee's back i think keeping the nxt table um is important there but i'm i'm curious to see Cor- well that's true um aren't they launching nxt uk Again, or eventually, oh, eventually, you're gonna get NXT Kevin, Europe. You are a smart man, Kevin. Uh, Kevin Patrick's gonna be NXT Europe. You put Kevin Patrick on the Raw desk to get his chops, so that when NXT Europe happens, you ship him back. Um, but I like. I'm happy to have Corey Graves and Byron Saxon away from each other on commentary. No. Like I, I'm, I'm tired of the just the back and forth bickering. Personally, like to me, like. But yet, Bobby Heenan and Gorilla Monsoon was the greatest commentary team of all time. Because it it felt clever, and I was seven, Tim. At at forty years old, just two people screaming over Jimmy Smith screaming was See, just you're rounding up your age, you motherfucker. <laughs> like, like you're getting old. Like it just. I was done. I was done with it personally. I was done with it. I love now that I love that Byron Saxon can fire back. Yeah. Before he was just taking all the shots that Corey Graves was throwing, and he couldn't say he anything just, back. Then old man out. Vince, old man Vince goes away, and Byron Saxon becomes like the fight guy. It's great. <laughs> uh, catching up on a few of the comments here. Uh, Scotty Happy says, birthday, "Big Mac." Says uh, Booker T on SmackDown is big thumbs down. I mean, we'll see. Again, could just be part time there as well. Um, he says uh, Morrow's pop culture references were meh and over the top. Um, yeah, it like again, it was my just alliteration for me. Yeah, it was the alliteration. Mine, mine was it was just every every move was the end of the match. For Morrow. Peter Piper's the personification of perfection and punctuation. Um, but it, for me, it was, yeah, it was that, look, again, in boxing, in UFC, every every single hit could be the end. In wrestling, I get it. Let's play along. It could be, but it's not. So, like. Whoa, kayfabe, Jim. Uh, well, I, yeah, look, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a heel, Ryan. Um, oh. You heel. 
He says, uh, Kathy Kelly working with her ex-boyfriend on Raw is interesting. I mean, not really. I, I mean, we're I all... Mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Who's her ex? I don't even know who her ex is, if we're being honest. Kathy Kelly has two wrestling exes. One works for WWE and one doesn't. Uh, she is the one person that has turned Eskimo Brothers out of Velveteen Dream and Finn Balor. Oh. Are you serious? Yeah. I'm she was with that. the Balor Club before he got engaged with his now wife. I'll be dark. Balor Club's for everybody, man. God bless Kathy Kelly. And that shows the type of girl Kathy Kelly is. She had the Balor Club. <laughs> and Balor Club is for everybody. For? And if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. If you about. don't know, I don't know how you don't know. You've never watched... You've never watched a Finn Balor match. You, we know that you much. You've never watched a Finn Balor entrance. Yeah, you've never, never have. Not once. Swing. Are you serious? Um, um, they love that camera shot up, too. They really yeah, they, do. Well, That's a God, money shot. He, no, well, pun intended. When he's got 10 pounds of figs in a five-pound bag, <laughs> that guy is just. It's big. It's enormous. Um, he is just. That's a good use of sound bite. He is. Yeah, it is. Um, there's that's a not so humble bundle right there. <laughs> um, any any other thoughts to the enormous to the com- <laughs> Would you say that Jim Ross would be aroused by the Balor Club? I didn't get that on the board. <laughs> I this it's been, it was been a long week, Tim. I got vaccinated twice. I know you did. Aww. Um, not so humble bundle. I can't believe that's not a shirt. <laughs> uh congrats congratulations to the shakeups it's it's around that time it's it's it is season premieres the, the season premiere season of wwe where there is no off season but yet we have a season premiere so all right let's congratulations. uh let's move on to this Ooh, gotta turn the volume oh, no. way before gargano there was savage and roddy and saturdays on nbc these five guys on facebook are gonna take a hard look freak on thursday brings to you the wrestler 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 on the week all right week number 25 we're almost we to the head folks we're almost to the halfway point, folks. Next week's half week. Halfway. I don't know through. why I said half week. Half week. You're half uh, week. you're getting ready for Kevin Patrick on Monday Night Raw. Almost uh, half week. See, Luna half Kitty week. gets it. Yeah, he does. Luna Lex Kitty gets Luger it. Eat yeah. your heart out. That's right. Um, all right, boys. Well, let's let's hit the uh, let's hit the the people's champs. Uh, our final. <laughs> Let me just. Tim, you have your opportunity this Saturday. To dethrone, to dethrone. Any of there's two of us right and now put, and put any wrestler you want as the people's champ wrestler of the week so yeah. yes let's Listen. let's let's remind the uh the the listening audience the viewing audience you can put any of your japanese wrestlers that you nope, love it has nothing to do with that digital your independent wrestlers that you love digital.prowrestlingscorecards.com create a faction all right we'll create your account first then you go to the factions uh you can join ours with the invite code Six seven A B eight five over at Do you the. Remember pro- an easy way to remember that? No. Six seven A B eight five. Yeah, I don't have like just a. Write, just write it down. Yeah. Uh, That's what I'm doing right literally now. Literally, that's a. Bull- what was that again? Six seven A. Six seven B. And then B A. Eight. Nope. A B. Nine four seven. Eight five. Damn it, Ryan! Shut the fuck up. 
Did I get a niner in there? Yeah, it was from a walkie-talkie. Um, but uh, yeah, somebody, one person did Bound for Glory and then actually didn't fill out the card. And yeah, and they or they just did they just did that bad maybe. Um, but uh, yeah, for for Extreme Rules this Saturday, whoever wins the scorecard for uh, for Extreme Rules will uh, get to pick the wrestler uh, or the the People's Champ from now until uh, next week until. Um, I guess full gear in early November, or we make we may get a double in early November because I think another double because I think the uh, the WWE Saudi show right is coming up here too. Right, we count Saudi shows. Yes. No, well they're no. premium live events. We... Hold on, well, so up. was what the NXT show? It was it. <laughs> yes. Do they? But do those count? Those don't count, do they? Tim, scroll up for me. What was the top one there? Bound, bound for glory. Bound oh, wait, it's still put a bound for glory one, and I thought that happened already. You can bet on. The, okay, uh, they're not the same the weekend. Six. They're not the same weekend anyway. So, Crown Jewel is uh, November fifth, and uh, Full Gear is on November the nineteenth. And so here's the, here's how easy it is. When you yes, go to digitalprowrestlingscorecards.com, if you have a Twitter account, you can literally create your account by logging into Twitter. Oh, there you go. And then all you have to do is click the Twitter icon whenever you go to the site. You you obviously know your Twitter login. You can plug it in. Uh, intern Mark is sitting here shaking his head when literally, literally, Mark, if I click this, if I click the little Tweety Bird, guess what? Booyah Kashaw, I'm in. in. Are you serious? I, I'm in. Why does it and work for me? You make it sound so easy. It is that easy, Mark. How about, you know what, Mark? How about this? How about right How about- now you send me a private message with your your password <laughs> to your Twitter, and I will sign you up right now on the air. All right. I won't share your password. You can give it to me, and I'll log you in. It's just Hershey Park happy, isn't it, with the H it's, and uh, the- at three count intern. 10 pounds of fig. This is my password. <laughs> That's with a hashtag. <coughs> um, I will pull this off the screen so I can log in correctly. But all right. Well, no, let's let's keep moving here, though, because we still have a I lot more to cover and a little bit of right, show well, Tim, left. Tim, Tim's handle on this. I'll go with my wrestler of the week. Oh, that's why he doesn't tweet. I can't remember my password. Oh, my the, dear God, Mark. You know, they have, you, know, you know what? We can't do this on there. We got to keep going. Um, two people's champs. Me, I had one. I picked uh, Lil Liv, Lil Liv Morgan. Um, Lil Liv. She, uh, she, she kicked the crap out of Ronda Rousey on SmackDown last week. I like the the fierce side of Little Liv here. Um, heading into Extreme Rules. So, so, uh, yeah, I think I think Liv had a great week. Ryan, I know you're you're pals with. Uh, with the other guy, Rodney, who had the the the, the people's champ, you wanna you wanna tell us who he picked? Angela D. Mark, Mark N. Mark, you wanna read that on the screen there for me, bud? People's champ selected by Rodney. Oh, that's the best in the world, Shane McMahon. The best in that's the, the one. World. That is the one. Oh man, thank you, Mark. I didn't know you could read the screen. This one might take a while. It wasn't easy. This, this one. 
<laughs> I think we're like a quarter of the way there. Don't worry, we'll get there. I probably shouldn't have picked one, this huh? one. It's we don't have much time, and I picked the longest one. Uh, Devin, that's not even a real thing. The does anyone have Mark's phone number? Um, I can I can send it to you, but I'll have to do it in between the commercial break. Does anybody? Does any of the people here who are responsible adults who, who podcast on computers? Can you? Either of you have Mark's phone number? Yeah. Can you send it in the chat so I can Shame send him a forgotten man. password link? Yeah, let me. Uh, if you're a good man, let oh, me. That one was long. Let, Jeez, that yeah, one it was, was. We literally super long. I clicked the wrong one. I meant to click. There's like ten pounds of figs. I should have clicked the other one. Um, but uh, Ryan, you want to lead us off for uh, with your wrestlers of the week while I get Mark's I number I over do. to Tim? Yeah, number five, Wheeler Uter. Uh, uh, in a losing effort last night, I really enjoy uh, watching watching him wrestle. I think he sells really good. He makes me really believe uh, believe his performance. So Wheeler Uter, uh, number five, number four, uh, FTR uh, didn't wrestle. They just came out and uh, did something last night. But uh, I'm pretty sure they had the loudest pop of the evening and um, make them wrestle a little bit more. Number three, acclaimed. We're going with the tag teams here a little bit. Uh, Boy, it was National like Scissor Me Day or something like that. Mark, you would know that for sure. Um, that is correct. Yeah, these these acclaimed boys are over AF, as the children would say. Um, Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark are your new number one contenders over there in NXT. I don't know. I got that from I got that from Matt. I guess he watched the show. I don't freaking know. Number one, War Daddy, big retention of his uh, TNT Championship Championship last night uh, Championship title match. I don't fucking I didn't watch that, but he's over too. Hey Mark. Hi Tim. What's that code I just sent you? Uh hang it flashed on the screen, but I didn't see what it was. Just look. Yeah, just I don't know just, just, just the leave phone. the video, yeah, Mark. Can. It'll be fine. Are you sure? Yeah, it, right, it's to, it's gonna be totally fine, I promise. Let me see if I can find it. Hello? <laughs> My god in heaven. It's been a text message. Uh let's see, Matt. He did it on purpose. That's about right. Matt had uh, Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark at one, Bailey at two, Freya the Slaya at three, uh, Joseline Navarro at four, and Gypsy back at five. Uh, Tim, you want to go while Mark gets back on screen eventually? <laughs> He's still here. I hate Just... him so much. <laughs> I can't see me. Sure can't, John Cena. <laughs> you got a number for me yet? I, I'm trying to read it. Oh my god, I hate it so much. <laughs> okay. All right, found it. Okay. I can read it to you on the uh, on you the area. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it's secure. Yes, you can. This is a private number. Mark. Shut up, Brian. <laughs> Looks like five. Then I is in Indiana. I don't think that's right. V is in Victor. Yep. Z is in Zebra. Yep. I is an igloo. Mm -hmm. <laughs> five five. And the letter F is in fun. Are you sure those fives weren't S's, Mark? Holy crap, it Let worked. It worked. That was actually it. <laughs> Unbelievable. 
I can't believe well, that. What, what did you think was going to happen? Mark. Well, Mark, that was your social security number, you dummy. Yeah, way to go, dumbass. Are you serious? Hey, well, it's okay. It's okay. Mark, just read your. can you read your names on the screen, please? Yes. And the reason you put uh, them up for me? Big Jim, Ryan, Tim, Matt. Oh, the other ones. Yeah, the other ones, Mark. All right, so number, uh, number five. I got to say, I'm really really enjoying the team of pretty deadly in nxt i liked them before but I, I i'm enjoying them even more i like them i like them a lot but just as a friend okay nothing more there just friends and at number four i've got the uh, the acclimated is that because they have his national scissoring day will you scissor me big daddy They came in at number four, and then at three, I got that uh, her. Right? We we order we order Yuta, her barbecue sauce. Her, her. We we order Yuta down there. In, uh, you know, he's, he's a Sooner. He, he's from Oklahoma. Played college ball. The, the big cowboy. Focus. Had to recruit him. Focus. Her. Big cowboy. Bill Watts. Her. Just Did tell he really me how much time it is. No. Uh -oh. Just tell me the time. Don't tell me how to make the watch. Her. Then uh, Solo Sika came at number two. He's really having a, a renaissance in his career after retirement years ago. Solo Sika is back. And number one, how can you not pick Nikita Lyons? She's like the main attraction. And Zoe Stark, not to be confused with uh, Ricky Skaggs. Her. Great. Number one. Awesome. So Mark is now registered. Are you serious, Tim? For pro wrestling scorecards. And I'm going to show you how easy it is to join the faction. So once you've registered, you go to factions. You enter join with code and you go 67AB85 and you click join. And I have successfully joined a faction. And you go here. Unbelievable. And you can look at the players. And by God three count intern now i can lead the horse to water but i can't make him fill out a scorecard so this is just step one so now mark all you have to do is log into twitter with the same password you told me literally go back to the home screen where it says home yep does it show uh previous cards or statistics where did you click on statistics yeah, that one. Who's the biggest? Uh, so, so Big Mac. Wow, eleven reigns, fourteen wins for old Big Mac. Look at that, and big, uh, big old Dick Devin thinks he's uh, he's something special, but it's really Big Mac. Huh. Big Mac on his birthday. Tim, can you send some mean darn. tweets out for me? No. I have so many Twitter accounts that I don't tweet on. You think I'm just going to add another one? You lost well, your effing mind. Are you serious? I Tim, am serious. Tim, Tim, over under five. Picks? Twitter Twitter accounts. For me? Yeah. TNM shows I don't tweet on enough. Not the tool man I don't tweet on enough. The three count Twitter I don't tweet on at all. Um BC on North South is defunct. Helmet Podcast is defunct. Helmet's oh, done already? There's my unknown burner account. Yes, yeah, helmets was was this a six week 
Yeah, Helmets is a six-week podcast. We're done. Oh, We've wrapped. Uh, there's the burner that nobody knows about that I don't tweet on. I got to find it. You'll never find it. Is that your favorite burner, like on the stove? Like the back right burner? Front right burner is the best burner. Don't tell, don't. don't. Yeah, it, is at, it is at front right. That's the, yeah, the front right. right there. At front it's the right. biggest left. burner. Back left tonight. I'm telling you, I like it. Touch it in the back. The guy said touch it in the touch back. Touch it in the back. <laughs> wow. Yep, that's. Let me that's just... it. With that, touch it in with the back. The guy said touch it in the back. Mark, stop saying it. I said, don't touch it in the back, Smokey. Why can't I? Tim, can you give your wrestlers of the week, please? I would love to. Thank you. What time is it? Too fucking so, late. For number five, I'm very fond of Pretty Deadly. Yes, me nope. too, Tim. Nope, that's... I know. I fucking... I'm going to quit this right. show. This number week. five, Andrade El Idolo, because he punched Sammy Guevara and uh, lived to tell about it. Number four, Jeep Wagoneer, because he's going to be in a ladder match. Number three, War Dog Wardlow, because he did a thing. Number two, Nikita Lyon and Zoe Starks, because they won stuff. And number one, everybody loves the acclaimed. Yeah, Scotty, uh, I did They're see over. the uh, the injury to Naheem Hines. Not good. Another uh, another concussion on a Thursday night. Um, now, Tim, just to confirm, you would scissor like this, correct? I feel like Mark went like this to scissor. Yeah, I no. Mean, Vader like a, would scissor like well, that. Yeah. Vader would scissor like that. But yeah. Spock would scissor like this. You're scissoring normal scissor, right? I'm normal scissors. Mark's like claw, crab clawing. I'm like uh, I, I can't crab Spock claw with my left hand. Well, actually, I can. There you go. He's Mister Spock. He's not a doctor. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, he I'm failed sorry. out of. He failed yeah, out of. That, that's the Spock thing. Yeah, yeah this is the. He lives long oh, and prospers. What's in the middle then? When you go up in reverse. This this well, almost this one then? Whoop, 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 this one then. Whoop. Never mind. Um, that's the right way to scissors. B1 uh Devin. You just cut it out Devin, you're not better. Devin, you win like twice a year at most. You're not like I've won Big three. Mac is statistically better, Devin. That's, like you can't better. argue that. Devin's there. upset. Like, stop you trying to lump yourself with Big Mac just because he's better than you. Like, I, I'm I'm sorry. Here's bud. the thing, Devin, and I'm gonna I'll say this now. I'll say what everybody's afraid to say. Okay. You acknowledge Big Mac? No, hell no. Well, I do. Big Mac. Acknowledge me. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. We tell you guys our picks before you have to make them. So literally, we're nope, telling you what true. we're picking, and you can change it up. Oh, I definitely. My dumbass forgets immediately. I definitely change mine when I. Oh wait, no, I definitely tell you exactly what I'm going to pick on the scorecard. So you can play against us. That's the, the that's the point. Losses, though. It's all the other bullshit that I always screw up. It's always fucking Jimmy Uso, not Jay Uso. Yeah. The you know the they play hard it's in the paint. Oh, boy. One of them has shorter hair now. Which one? Jay. Jay. Jay has shorter hair because his name is shorter. Jay, Jay has shorter hair because he's main event. That's right. He's also the one who's in the gym, and he's the one that wrestles without his shirt. Okay. Uh, and all right. The one that doesn't like Sami Zayn. I had Solo Sokoa and my number five. Uh, yes. I had Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark at four. Brian Myers at three. Uh, Pretty Deadly is my number two, and the acclaimed 
and number one. Uh, for the week, we have, uh, in fourth, we have a tie, Pretty Deadly, and Solo Sokoa. Number three, Wardlow. Number two, The Acclaimed. And number one, Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark. And for the year, Tim, was there any changes? There is a change. All right. There is a big multi-car pileup at number six. Zoe Stark has now slingshot herself into the top ten in a six-way tie with Ty Valkyrie, Erica Lee, Gunther, Cash Wheeler, and Dax Harwood, a.k.a. FTR Bald and FTR Hair. And uh, Wardlow should not be on this list twice. Um, there is another person who should be at fifth. I'm going to look that up for you right now because it is correct on the website itself um, on these the scorecard. But Wardlow has jumped up into third place, tied with uh, CM Punk, and currently at fifth. And I want to I want to get this right before we go. Um, fifth place is the head of the table, the tribal chief, Roman Reigns. I'm very sorry, Chief. I did not mean to leave you off. Acknowledge five, me, Roman Reigns. All right. Well, that's going to be a great segment into our next bit. That is great. Since John Moxley Cesaro, way before Gargano, there was Savage and Roddy and Saturdays on NBC. These five guys on Facebook are gonna take a hard look. Three count Thursday brings to you the wrestler, wrestler, wrestler of the week. All right, and this the three count question of the week. All right. Uh, Tim, you kind of guided us here last week, um, with, uh, with a pretty bold claim. Um, but, uh, for this week, the question of the week is for you currently, where does Roman Reigns rank all time in WWE history? And for me, the answer is number one. Acknowledge me. Roman Reigns is currently the greatest WWE superstar of all time. Are you serious? Currently. I, I now open the floor to questions. Um, I mean, how... I have answers for all of your questions. Like how, how, okay. This also goes to the listeners of the podcast. Go ahead. Repeat your claim. Roman Reigns is the greatest WWE superstar of all time. Who do you put him above as wrestler of all time? I, no, uh, no one. Who is above him? No one. You, You specifically said WWE. Well, I mean, we're talking in the world of WWE. Correct, and I'm talking now outside of that. Who do you put atop of Roman Reigns? The Ric Flair? Currently? Like, forever. Forever? Maybe Ric Flair, if you include his NWA, WCW stuff. You would put Roman Reigns as the number two professional wrestler of all time? Yes. Man, how? how... Yes. (laughs) I'm trying to think, like, How? Um, what do you mean? That's a, how? That's like, bold. Like, <laughs> Ryan, Ryan is perplexed. Um, he's upset. 
I, I am not sure. Like, maybe, maybe if we ask leading questions, aside from just like open ended how. Okay, so for me, I think he's definitely number one in like this generation. I'll, I, I can, I, I can see that. Um, mm-hmm. So but why not? Why not any generation? So, okay, I'll start. I'll start with. Uh, why do you rank him above John Cena? His, while there was a John Cena, at the same time, you also had a Batista who is positioned at the exact same level as John Cena. And at times, Batista skewed higher than Cena. While Cena had a, a, a bigger a bigger span of longevity at the top, Roman Reigns is encroaching on that time period. Okay. Roman Reigns has been around for a long time. And his time, not at the top, but ever since he came into the WWE as a member of the Shield, he was always positioned to something big. And then when he broke away from the Shield, he's only been involved in main event story in, in upper mid card main event storylines. But the stuff he's doing right now as the Tribal Chief, I think, is greater than any time period of John Cena at height of powers. The entire WWE universe revolves around Roman Reigns right now. And okay. John Cena never had that power. There was okay. always there was a Rome, there was always a Randy Orton, there was always a Batista, there was always somebody else who was in that same hemisphere who was fighting John Cena and beating him for the title, and then John Cena would come back. He had CM Punk too. He had that. Roman Reigns right now is on an untouchable level. Okay. All right. All right. So that that takes care of the John Cena argument. Uh, John Cena's out of there. Scotty, the reason he's I mean, he's he is a heel. Like you know that, right? Like Scotty says he's uh isn't winning many title matches on his own. It's becoming more and more annoying. Um well first I mean he doesn't have <laughs> doesn't have a lot of title matches because it's it's a it's a featured attraction. Um and uh he's yeah, he's a he's a heel. And you're going to, you know, when you're, I mean, if you're looking at the bloodline, similar to like the mafia, any means necessary. But also too, Roman Reigns is in year into year two of this title reign. Okay. It makes sense that he is growing more tired as this reign goes along. So in order for it to stay with the bloodline, you might need, I won't say need assistance, but you would also, it it doesn't, it makes sense in his character to have this and it still makes him captivating. Yeah. Nothing about the bloodline is gone. I know where you're going to go. I cannot wait till you say his name. Because I have the I have the ammunition to shut that down. Say his name, Smokey. Good. Say the name. Hulk Hogan. That's not who he's thinking of. What is he thinking? Dwayne? No. Ryan, we're already at fifty-five minutes. Could you say it? <laughs> I, I, I'm just stuck on such a bold claim. Without even questioning it, I have questioned. I, I am it. I am choking on the audacity to make that claim right now. Well, I can't even gather thoughts 
Tim to question <laughs> such a statement. Why does why does the you're, greatest you're, of all time in any conversation have to be somebody who has finished doing the thing? In Nobody's sports, we have this we have this conversation all the time. I mean, we had the conversation: Is LeBron James the greatest basketball player of all time, or is it Michael Jordan? In in football, we have it all the time. I'll say, well, I mean, Tom Brady's still playing. When, when, but when then did, there's still did, people who say it's Joe Montana. When did the I mean, shield? The Joe Montana's are wrong. When did the shield debut? Survivor How, Series 2012 or 13. So we're talking with 10 ish years ago. And, and I, I just, I, the claim that Roman Reigns was like the top of the card and like the draw to me is November 18th, 2012. Was, I didn't like, say he you, was you, the draw you this the, entire you time. Use the argument of like Randy Orton against John Cena. I feel like that argument could go directly against Roman Reigns. I feel like the Daniel Bryans can go directly against what Roman Reigns was doing at the time Daniel Bryan was fighting the underdog story and the entire WWE revolved around Daniel Bryan. The time that the entire WWE revolved around Daniel Bryan was three months. Yeslemania was three months and then he got hurt and he was done for four years or three years, however long it was. So like, or two years, because he came back and then he got hurt again at WrestleMania 31. The time period in which Daniel Bryan was the hottest thing in the world. And you can extend it out to SummerSlam when he beats John Cena and then gets cashed in by Roman Reigns. You can, I'll even give you into some in a SummerSlam. But even if you do that, it extends it out what? Another four months. So now you're talking about seven months of being the hottest thing. But even then, was he the hottest thing? Because at the time, Randy Orton was the WWE champion. I feel, there was the authority. I feel like you need to have to be the hottest thing. I think I feel like you need to have a a foil and like his foil was the authority i mean he basically he basically was, has been main eventing Roman Reigns foil here like who is it is, is it brock lesnar the entire wwe everyone he has faced he is smashed he is stacked he is think pinned. i was gonna say stone cold steve austin that's what i thought you were gonna roman say. reigns won his first wwe championship uh, in November of 2015, so mm -hmm. he's he's been main event and his first like main event spot. He he won the Rumble in 15, so he's basically been at the very top of the card for eight years. That's impressive. Almost eight years. And there was a point in time where he was gone for leukemia, and right? And he was gone for a little bit longer during the COVID era. But from the minute he returned, and that's fine. Like if you're a sucker for an underdog and comeback story, Tim, it's that's right there. It right it wrote itself. The guy beat leukemia. I get it. I yes. just, just say that's the reason. Then that's, that's not just, the reason. It's wild to me, my guy. No, nah, it, it's beyond that. It's beyond I, leukemia. I don't think. I think. I think Mark had a really good. I was. Hulk Hogan came to my mind. Mark had Hulk said it. I don't know how you would. You can you can shit on Hulk Hogan all you want because he's a piece it's, of shit human being. I'm not even gonna I'm not even yeah. gonna go that. Terry's wrong. a piece of shit. Hogan was a, the biggest 
arguably the biggest star in the company's history. Correct. But the competition against Hulk Hogan in that era, if you compare what wrestling was in the 80s to what wrestling is now, wrestling now, the wrestlers now grew up wanting to be wrestlers. Everybody has watched and they have the playbook on how to be Hulk Hogan, how to be Roddy Piper, how to be Ric Flair, how to be all these people. They've studied the tapes. We have 25,000 Shawn Michaels in WWE. We've got all of these people going down the line. But Roman Reigns is Roman Reigns. And he's always kind of been just Roman Reigns. He has broken the mold on himself. And he's doing it in a time period where more eyes are on him than he's ever before. He's literally the Hulk Hogan. He's, he's not Hulk Hogan. They do. Roman Reigns must pose. It's the same shit as Hulk Hogan, yeah. my guy. It's the same shit. SmackDown ends. Roman Reigns must pose. Bah. Goes off the air. But no they do that with Hogan every, every top shit. star. Every top star must pose. Oh. Have you acknowledged Hulk Hogan, though? Hulk Hogan also did an era in which the amount of eyes on him was drastically, it was fewer per, like it was big numbers, but also the only time that people across the world got to see Hulk Hogan was WrestleManias, Summer Slams, Survivor Series, Royal Rumbles, and Saturday Night's Main Event. So Meanwhile, you're, you're telling me. So uh, when when was so? Let's say Hogan was thirty years ago. Height of power, Hogan thirty years. I would say years? Hogan's Hogan's height of power is eighty four to eighty eight. All right, so we'll say I don't know. Do the math. 35, 35 years. Almost forty years. Thirty five years. Forty years. Today, I feel 40. like I can go out to anywhere with a picture of Hulk Hogan. I could say, "Who is this?" And almost everybody's going to say, "That's Hulk Hogan." You think thirty five years from now we can walk out as old men? And say, who is this to anybody? And they're going to say, that's Roman Reigns. Depends. Does Roman Reigns go in? not fucking, no. Listen, no. Because part of the reason why Hulk Hogan has such crossover appeal is because he did. Thunder Lips. He did movies. He was on television outside of the WWE so much. You, You misunderestimate how many people recognize who Roman Reigns is right now. And if Roman Reigns goes on to have a career outside of wrestling, much like John Cena or or Hulk Hogan or Roddy Piper or any wrestler turned actor, then yes, thirty five years from now, people will they will they will say Hulk Hogan, yeah, he's the wrestler, but they also recognize him from other stuff. And then you also have to ask, who are you asking that question to? Are you asking right now people our age who Hulk Hogan is? I am going to Roots Market with a picture of Hulk Hogan. That's that skews very old. Yeah, it's not fair, Ryan. Well, the Amish love Hulk Hogan. Let's go to the mall. Go to Park City Mall and park up, park up in front of gay, straight, black, white, male, female. They all know who fucking Hulk Hogan is. But I think more people would know more people would know who Roman Reigns is than you're letting on. Right. Um I think that's where we're gonna differ then. 
Um, Big Mac checked in. Happy birthday, Big Mac. Who MAGA is than Roman Reigns. That's that's bullshit. Uh, Devin says, Tim, what's your argument against Stone Stone Cold at number one? My problem with Stone Cold is that he was number one in the era in which the tides were the highest. And that's – some people say that's what makes Stone Cold number one. But – when you've got Hollywood Hogan, who is literally trying, who is also on the pace of being the greatest of that era, and you have the NWO making wrestling, the NWO made wrestling hot, to which WWF had to answer and go, okay, well, we need to do something, so we're going to make Stone Cold Steve Austin, and we put him on top. Stone Cold happens to be the greatest in the era. But the reason why it's so great is because of all the surrounding pieces around him. Without without a rock, without a Vince McMahon, without all of these people who you put at the like. Austin has so many peers at his level in that era. And Roman Reigns is peerless. Okay. In this in this time period right now, as head as the head of the table, the tribal chief, it is Roman Reigns. There is no equal. There is no one doing what he's doing on this level, and I don't think anyone has will ever do it on this level again. So who do you put that on then? Is that on the writers, or is no. that on Roman Reigns not making anybody? I mean, there was just I mean, it was it was a it, it worked perfectly. Stone Cold Vince McMahon. Fucking peanut Correct. butter jelly. It was it was a great combination. But the that's X, the thing too. You can't you can't discredit what they did. Like I totally get the rising right. tide rose all ships for Correct. everybody, and it was the hottest of hot. Right. Stone Cold and Vince McMahon was so hot because they had each other to raise each other up. But Roman Reigns is seemingly doing it regardless of who his his foil is. Regardless of who you put him against, whether he's going against Brock Lesnar, whether he's going against Daniel Bryan, whether he's going against Edge, whether he's going against Jay Uso, whether he's going against Matt Riddle, whether he's going against Seth Rollins or Braun Strowman or Bray Wyatt, it's Roman Reigns. And it, the the story of being the head of the table, the tribal chief, like the the God on a God level and seemingly untouchable. He hits on every cylinder. Yes, Devin, after three years of being on top, I hope to God WWE has found somebody to be an equal with Roman Reigns. And they've already started to put those pieces into place. Kevin Owens is getting there. Yep. Sure is. Kevin Owens is is he is poised to be the guy. Basically. We still there. don't have Cody Rhodes yet. Cody Rhodes ain't back. We don't know who the white rabbit is, but if the white rabbit is who we all think it is, that is an instant Roman threat because Adam Rose. (laughs) Yes. Bray Wyatt and Roman Reigns are like Peter Griffin and the chicken. Yeah. They can't coexist together. They're whenever they fight, it's on whenever they're together, it's on site. And remember Roman Reigns, while he did beat Braun Strowman for the title, he cost Bray Wyatt. Yeah, uh, and there's also also a Seth Rollins out there too. And he is on. He is who's do who's doing his best work 
in his career right now. Correct. Um, but even Seth Rollins has just recently he acknowledged said, Roman oh, Reigns. He acknowledged that he is not on Roman Reigns's level. He is. Yeah, and I agree with that. That that Seth Rollins would be the greatest if Roman Reigns didn't exist. Yeah. And if Seth Rollins is your number one guy, and Seth Rollins says that I'm not the number one guy, it's Roman Reigns, then that answers your question. Mark, where do you rank Roman Reigns right now in WWE history? Well, let me tell you something. Tim makes a really good argument. Like it's not like something I just like thought of like on on the seat of my pants, and like I really thought about like I think about wrestling way too much, (laughs) and Uh, I want to I want to embrace Roman Reigns now. I don't like looking back and having to think, ah, oh, the greatest of all time. The greatest of all time can happen as it's happening. Correct. I can be here. You can appreciate the greatest of all time as they're doing it. Yep, absolutely. You don't have to wait until their career is over and then go, God, dog, you know what? Roman Reigns really was really, really effing good. He he might have the best run of all time. He might be, this this head of the table character might be the greatest WWE superstar of all time. Yeah, you don't, yeah, you don't want to wait until they're retired. And, and, until. Now, now, wait a minute, Tim. What if you put The Undertaker in there? Where'd you, where's he? The, fit? the Undertaker is the greatest character the WWE ever created. He is a, he is the greatest character. That's fair. Like he he will yeah, never just, be the greatest. He will never be the greatest WWE superstar of all time because he was never actually like positioned. There, the time period in which he was positioned as the guy was literally in his like third decade of wrestling. He never needed it anyway. Like he never needed to be there. He's, to be the he always, A1 guy. He, he always seemingly was the guy who was filled in when like, hey, we need somebody to run with the ball. When when Taker got it at WrestleMania 13, that was when Brett and Austin and Sid were doing their thing and and Taker got his little run. And then when Taker really blows up in the late the late 2000s and into the early 20 teens. Who's around him? Edge is Edge is there, but he's like they're waffling on Edge. But Batista's there, but like Chris Jericho is finally breaking out and being a main event guy. Oh, at that era, like actually world title level guy. Tim, I'm willing to concede to you that like. Right now, Roman Reigns is absolutely the number one guy currently on the roster. There's no, there's no doubt mm-hmm. about that. Um, we may look back on this reign as one of the greatest reigns of all time, no pun intended. Right. It's not that long ago, though, that Roman Reigns was like cookie-cutter babyface that had some go-home heat because nobody liked what they were getting with that Roman Reigns character. Roman Reigns, I just... I, I, I just can't separate the recency bias of how great the bloodline is steeped in real true bloodline. Like it's, it's a perfect story. I can't separate like the recency bias of how great that story really is. to like Roman reigns right outside of the, 
man of, of, of beating the undertaker and this is my yard now and like that level of of heat that he had as like baby face that just your girlfriend cheered for because he was cute Cena had that exact Cena had two eras of that Cena had the cookie cutter beginning era before he became the doctor at Thugonomics. And then after he lost his Thugonomics and he tried to, when he first was figuring out hustle, loyalty, and respect, that was a very cookie cutter. Very but cookie, does, cookie but cutter. also does You're the, right. I mean, and, and this is just a, a general question, not even necessarily to Roman Reigns because it can't apply to, uh, to, to, like, to Cena in those eras. Like, does the crowd reaction change the quality of the work that he's doing? No, because much like Cena, Cena and Roman are very equal in the fact that the reactions they get are not indicative of the work they're doing. Right. It was cool to boo Cena, and in turn, it was cool to boo Roman Reigns. And he now, as a face. Correct. I mean, now, Austin was being presented now, as a heel and was getting cheered. Should that be counted against him? I'm not counting that. I'm no, not no. But what I'm, I'm, and this is this isn't even necessarily like. I'm not. I'm has not. That, has that happened to the brother man? And again, I was much younger then, and I looked at pro wrestling very different in, in the WCW. 80s and 90s. So, in the end of WWF, the fans were starting to turn on Hulkamania. Okay. Like you look back at that WrestleMania Nine thing. Like, yes, the fans at Caesar's Palace popped, but like, if you actually watch the end of that match. Vince McMahon, commentator Vince McMahon, is getting in the ring and is celebrating with Hulk Hogan winning the WWF title after Yokozuna beats Bret Hart. And then Hogan loses it to Yoko at King of the Ring, and then he goes to WCW. And his run in WCW is from Bash of the Beach 94 until Bash of the Beach 96. And in between that time, He's he's Hulkamania Hulk Hogan. And then there's a period in like 95 where he taps into the dark side of Hulkamania and he's wearing all black and he's fighting the Dungeon of Doom. And the fans, by the time we get to like 95, 96, the training, the saying your prayers, you're taking your vitamins, the believing in yourself, the demandments. Nobody wants to hear about that. So the NWO comes in. And like. September of 95 and starts like, or not September 95. Um, yeah. September that's 95. When, uh, yeah. That's when Hall made an appearance. And but isn't like, that, isn't that Paul Heyman and the bloodline coming in and let's just pivot. The fans don't want this anymore. Let's just lean into what the fans want. It'll probably get a pop. Cause the NWO wasn't a face faction. Was it? I mean, they weren't. Were well, they were men. Were they? When they when the NWO first forms, they're they're positioned as these are WWF guys outside coming, coming to in. WCW, right. and so much so that they had to on WCW television say, "I do not work for WWF." They had to verbalize it because it was so close to the real thing that they had to say it because they were being sued. I just think storylines steeped in like truth um, just oftentimes work really well when we're seeing that with the bloodline and then mm-hmm. and the family dynamic of of the Anawaii lineage. Right. Um, 
And like you said, the the NWO having to come out and be like, look, we don't actually work for those guys because it was true and because it felt really real. So right. I don't know. Tim, I'm not I'm not totally opposed. You, you sold me a bit. I'm not going to lie. I'm not I'm not 100 percent there, but you make uh, really good damn arguments. I'll tell you that. And, and that's the beauty of all of this, too. And like it's it's not the truth. It's my truth. And like I want everybody I would love to have everybody to see things the way that I see it. It would make for beautiful conversations. But what makes for even better conversations is when somebody has a stronger, just a strong opinion and can combat you. And that's like we talk like we talk like fast food and all that stuff here. But also every so often we get on a topic and we're all we all have like a passionate like hook about something. And I can't wait to fight you about fast food gimmicks next Tuesday. (laughs) I'm ready. You think think this got heated? So, Ryan, Roman top five currently. Of all time? Yeah, yeah, I can see that argument. Okay, yeah, I definitely, I, like... Yeah, I can put him there. Like, I, I can feel very good about that. When I came into this, I was like, definitely top ten, probably, um, like, five. F- you know, five, maybe four, maybe cracks him out Rushmore. But, like, he's definitely locked into top five, I think. Tim, you, like, I, I think you, you hit a lot of great points. Absolutely hit a lot of great points. Um, yeah, Tim, let's print out some pictures and hit them all this weekend. What's that? We'll go down to the FYE. We'll print out some pictures. Perfect. Um, that'd be. I'm sure that won't be awkward at all. To like 40 year old guys, like just walking up no. to people. You know who this is? This is. Um, all right. Let's. But speaking of this, this weekend, uh, let's look this Saturday night uh, at the Wells Fargo we Center. Oh shit! Yeah, we still got yeah. this. Uh, the Wells Fargo Center, Philadelphia, PA. It is WWE Extreme Rules. Uh, you will notice the title of this show. Um, cause apparently I'm incapable of typing the word rules. My phone just goes rolls cause you're fat. Um, because <laughs> when I asked Ryan the other day, I said, Ryan, do you want to come over and watch extreme rolls? Um, I was like, well, there's our episode title. And then last night, um, when I'm typing out the, uh, the, the, the show like advertisements, uh, for, for the day, um, I typed rolls twice there as well. So my fat ass thinks rolls, but it is extreme rules. Um, this Saturday night, you know, in- Judy used to have some uh, extreme uh, rolls. Oh man, did she ever? She had a whole bakery. Oh man. Um, but uh, but Mark, Tim, you guys Girl are you guys boss. are invited. I didn't talk to the boss, but what's this? You guys are certainly invited this this Saturday to come to Casa de Big Jim. Are you serious? To watch the big show on from from the Philadelphias. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> The uh, <laughs> oh shit and he's in aew never mind i'm confused uh but let's start six matches on the card we will start uh with the uh six man tag team good old-fashioned donnie brook match uh between the brawling brutes seamus ridge holland and butch uh taking on imperium gunther ludwig kaiser and giovanni vinci uh in turn mark we'll start with you for this one do you have imperium or do you have the brawling brutes? Well, you know what? The brawling brutes have grown on me as well. But I you gotta go with Imperium. You got to. I just got to. Especially if you're coming over to my house, you got to. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be able to get past the front door. <laughs> so I have to go with Imperium. All right, Tim. I'm going with them uh brawling brutes. Huh. I think I think we're getting closer to uh, a time period in which Are you serious? Uh 
Sheamus is going to knock off Gunther um, and become the Intercontinental Champion. Um, and this is the start of it. Oh, okay. All right, Ryan, how about you? I will be over at your casa for this event, and I know better than to pick against Imperium. Good. Especially with your wife present. Good, yeah. She she hit you last time. If it's if it's one thing your wife knows though, it's about a good Donnybrook. It is. It is. Um myself and Matt, Matt did get his picks in. Uh we both have Imperium as well. So Tim is the the lone brawling brute uh in this one. Then we go uh one thing I do like about this show, every match has a stipulation. If you're gonna have extreme rules, give me every well, match have uh have a sti- sti- uh, stipulation on it uh i almost said stimulation but i'm still thinking about uh, the wife and imperium um an i quit match we got edge taking on finn balor of course along with finn balor comes the judgment day damian priest dominic mysterio and rhea ripley uh ryan can you refresh my memory is is an i quit match a submissions match or you can beat your opponent enough to say I quit. Uh, all, uh, yeah, all you have to do is they have to say I quit. What's up with that lantern in the picture? I don't like that. Mm. I don't know. That's scary. I don't know. That lantern is going to bring fireflies. You better turn it Ooh, off. Ooh, fireflies. I like fireflies. Etch. Ooh, actually, it looks. Is there, are those sparks off the fire, or are they fireflies? They might be fireflies, actually. They might be fireflies. All right, Tim, who do you got? I got Etch. All right, good old Etch. This picture Etch. looks like Etch is sick with, like, AIDS. Yeah, he... Look at those wow. under eyes. Jesus. That is not good. That does not look healthy. Wow. He's Etch trying out for some... the remake. You just say he He's looks old man. unwell, but you went... You went Mark, right. what did you say? I think he's trying out for that remake of that movie, Philadelphia. Oh, my God. No, Mark. Uh, Mark, who do you have? Etch? Philadelphia. Etch or Finn Balor? Etch or uh, 10 pounds of uh, figs. I got to go with uh, 10 pounds of e-figs. Yeah. All right. <laughs> going with the uh, going with the Finn, huh? Yeah. Matt and I have uh, have Finn Balor uh, picking, up the, picking up the win here. Uh, Devin, uh, sorry, I missed. He had the Brawling Brutes in the first one. He has Etch, etch. In, uh, in this one. Uh, next, we will go to the strap match between Drew McIntyre and Karrion Cross. Of course, Scarlett is with. Carrying cross. Um, Mark, who do you got in this one? Man, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I had to go with uh, Scarlett Johansson and uh, and uh, what's his name, Killer Cross. I just got to. You got to. All right, Tim. You can't cut the legs out of Carrying Cross this early. Nope, Ryan. I agree. McIntyre can absolutely eat this L. Uh, carrying cross. Um, yeah, I want the the match I want Cross to lose is a hair match. So give me carrying cross. Um, you don't like the hair? I can't. I can't get used to it. I, I really like can't. No, man, R- carrying cross. I love is, the hair. Oh, I can't. Carrying cross is having a hair resurgence. Oh. Like maybe I'm jealous. Let him live with this, man. Maybe Spurling would be jealous. <laughs> maybe I'm jealous. Matt and I both have carrying cross as well. This one was pretty easy. Devin has cross. All right, then we go to the fight pit match uh daniel cormier will serve as the special guest referee for this one uh matt riddle and seth freaking rollins ryan i'd have to look back i feel like rollins probably has a small edge over 
riddle in this back and forth. A small etch. Um, a small, a small etch. etch. You can ask Becky Boy, about this, that. This is going to be a real fun match, uh, but I think this is Riddle's domain. Riddle's going to win. All right, Tim. The bro's got to win one. He is taking L after L after L. This is his opportunity. There's that word again to get one over on Seth Rollins with DC there calling it down the middle. Uh, Riddle wins. Tim, right, has it Mark. really been that lopsided for 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 Rollins? And yes. I don't. I don't. I don't watch a ton anymore. Obviously, it's pretty obvious if you listen. So to the Rollins. Show. Rollins hurts Riddle going into Survivor's or into SummerSlam. The match gets called off. Then Riddle runs out on SummerSlam and Rollins beats his ass again. They have the pay-per-view match in September. And after uh, uh, Riddle says the F-bomb on Raw, Rollins beats him again. It's like whenever it comes to blows where it matters, Rollins is up. All right, that's fair. Intern Mark? You know what? I changed my mind then. This is Rollins. If this is a big match, this is a, Rollins will win again. Are you serious? I officially changed my answer. All right. Devin, well, you can mark that down on your scorecard. <laughs> Daniel Cormier is going to win. Daniel Cormier. Now, I got to go with the, the Riddler on this one because I think he's got the etch in the match as well. All right. So I'm going to go with the Riddler. All right, Devin has uh, has the Riddler. Matt has the Riddler. Uh, I'm going Seth freaking Rollins. I I, I think uh, all signs got a point towards Rollins. I think we're looking at a Rollins U.S. title win on Monday. Um, personally, uh, on the season premiere of Monday Night Raw, so um, we got we got to keep it going. I think you're gonna you're gonna start to see Rollins on the upswing wins wise, even though, like I said, he's doing the best work of his career. All right, let's move on here. We have the uh, Raw Women's title match. It is a ladder match. I believe this is the first time that the Raw Women's title has been um, been competed for in a uh, ladder match. You have Bianca Belair. She will have Alexa Bliss and Asuka with her. Uh, taking on Bailey. of course, the damage control, Dakota Kai and Io Sky uh, with her. Um, intern Mark. That, was, that actually was accidental, but it worked anyway. Um, with her, um, but Mark, who do you got in this one? Well, I'm going to go with Bailey. I think she's going to take the title in this ladder match and I'm okay with that. All right. All right. (laughs) Tim. Um, it's Bailey. You, she's here. Hot hand. Um, Bianca's had a heck of a run on top. Um, over a year now, I think, as roughly champ. Well, no, because she lost it at SummerSlam. But like her year plus long reign, yeah, like she's a been stranglehold yeah. in the top portion. I think now there's more money in the chase for Bianca to run through the damage control, um, and Bailey getting her spot on top, um. After all the goodwill she did during the pandemic era, it's Bailey. All right. Uh, Ryan. Yeah, I, I agree with Tim. I think to legitimize um, damage ink. What is damage control? Damage control. <laughs> damage um, ink. Um, the Metallica album? Yes. 
so good. Yeah. Uh, right now it's garaging. Barely, Never mind. It was garaging. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it legitimizes the faction with Bailey as champion. So uh, I'll go Bailey here. Yeah, Matt has Matt, Matt has Bailey. I have Bailey as well. I, I've already seen some people start to go like, "What?" And again, it could just be silly talk from wrestling fans, but they're like, you know, Damage Control came in hot. The tag division's kind of crappy, but you have the tag titles, um, you know. But like, what? What's it really all for? Um, I think it's all for Bailey uh, sitting atop the uh, the the Raw Women's Division. Uh, Devin has Bianca Belair. Devin, I think, is the only only detractor on this. Definitely Bailey. And (laughs) and then uh, lastly, um, in this one, uh, we have Liv Morgan, little Liv. Uh, Tim, you want to scroll? Want to scroll there for us, Tim? Oh yes, I'm sorry. Oh no problem. Uh, little Liv uh, taking on Ronda Rousey. It's an extreme rules match for the WWE SmackDown Women's Title. Uh, Ryan, we'll start with you on this one. I hope they just both beat beat each other real bad, and there's no winner. Okay, just the end. That's me. It's the no decision. Um, I mean, you can't have a no decision there... in an extreme rules match. We had one in a Hell in a Cell match. So. I hope Austin Theory catches in and beats one of the two ladies. <laughs> <laughs> we uh... tried this the last pay per view, and we dogged it real bad. I don't see what adding weapons is going to do. Oh, man. I mean, it's got to make it more. This main inter- events? T- uh, does it? Uh, I think the, the ladder match. match. I would say the ladder match. Yeah. You but also. Extreme Rules match on as the main event of Extreme Rules. Ooh, that makes an excellent point. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, the, main right. event, oh boy. the main event is going to be a segment. This ain't. Right, is the oh, White Rabbit fair. really the main event? If that's if yes. that's happening, then that's the main event. That's fair. But how? But or do okay. you start? Do you start Extreme Rules with White Rabbit? I think it depends who White Rabbit is. I think that gets. If you White Rabbit isn't who we think White Rabbit is, start off the show with it because you can only get yeah, better from the there. Deal. I had a great conversation with Charlie about this. Listener of the show, Charlie. Um, oh, hey, Charlie. He thinks we're never going to see the White Rabbit because much like Alice in Wonderland, you never catch the White Rabbit. It just nope. takes you places. It takes you to what you need to get to. Oh, shit. We're never actually going to find who the White Rabbit is. The White Rabbit's just a vehicle to get us there. So, like, we're thinking somebody's going to come back maybe as a rabbit gimmick or some sort of... See, I never I never really thought it was a gimmick. I think, I think that the rabbit is the tool that takes us to... The Mad Hatter. Okay. Or... Okay. All right. So, so that's kind of what Charlie was thinking. Yeah. I was thinking like there would be an unveiling of who this rabbit figure is, and it may not be somebody dressed up like a fucking Easter Bunny. I'm not thinking like oh, that. God. But... Right. The gobbledygooker. The gobbledygooker the part is... two. The rabbit, the rabbit is, is absolutely taking us on a journey. Okay. And that's what they've done. Like if you look at all of like the the links. The it's links coordinates. give you locations or yeah. coordinates to somewhere else. It, it's, it's. I think you it's start. Smart. I think you start the pay per view with with the White Rabbit promo that like, that reveals uh, later in the night at a time or something like that. 10, 10, 10 58. or even what if you start and it's um, lights come on? You get the then now together forever. 
opening pyro. Lights go out. They play the White Rabbit song. Red lights cut off. And then you go into your first match like it never happened. I love it. Oh. I'm fine. And then, of course, like, what the hell was that? Because it's Graves Graves and Cole on the call, right? Like, like, here's the deal. Like, obviously, over the course of the, the last few years, I've railed on AEW for, like, giving, you know, the, the, the sparklers exploding ring and, and some of these endings of pay-per-views um, that have kind of fallen flat. Um, if, if your main event is the reveal or the end of the journey or whatever this white rabbit all these codes have been and it's not who we think it is going to be i think you have the potential of being like that big of a dud to end this show i really do does the white rabbit pop up again and take us to take us to brooklyn for months from monday the bloodline is promoted to be at brooklyn you could, which, which, and here's the thing: if, if rules. I, 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 I don't think you, you shouldn't end the show with it. Then, like, it should, it should just right. be, it, you know, it should be during the show. If you, if you're gonna do that, I'm fine with that. You don't do, think it's a good way to end? All right, let's say no, I don't. Bah, 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 happens, bah, chair shots, extreme rules, um, live celebrating, and you just hear a simple like, "Let me in." Cut the black. You have to fucking watch Raw. Okay. All right. Look, if they're going to do that, then absolutely. Then I'm fine with that. But okay. if they just do another QR code or, so, you know, something indescript, it shouldn't be the thing that ends the show. Okay. That's so what I say. It's Bray without showing Bray. Right. You're fine with Right. That. If okay. you know it's going to be Bray Wyatt. And maybe it's not even a let me in character anymore. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I, I don't think it should be the fiend. But if you, if you know that it's Wyndham Six or Bray Wyatt or whatever, whatever, if you, if, if it's a obvious tell that it's the return of Wyndham Rotunda uh, to the WWE, um, then, what if then he comes back as an IRS gimmick like his dad. I'll fuck. I will laugh and die at the same fucking time, Ryan. Um, but, uh, we didn't even predict the match. I don't think yet. Um, but Devin, Devin says, cause Devin's going to be there. He's like, he said, if if it's not who he thinks it is, there's going to be a riot. And if Devin's swinging this thing around in a riot, somebody's going to get hurt. There's going to, there's, there's going to be problems in South Philly. Um, but Mark, who do you have in this one? Lil Liv or Rhonda? Uh, I gotta. I think Lil Liv's gonna squeeze another one out. She's gonna squeeze it out. All right. Uh, uh, Tim, squeeze. T- okay. Uh, Tim, who do you got in this one? I got Ronnie. Okay. We're new new champ. Uh, Ryan, who do you got? I'm sticking with Austin Theory. That's oh, that's right. Well, that's where we got derailed. Austin Theory. Um, Matt and I have have Liv Morgan uh, in this one. I think Lil Liv's gonna Lil Liv's gonna retain. Uh, I don't know where that leaves Ronda Rousey, but uh, I think Lil Liv's going to retain for another month. Um, but uh, all right, let's uh, let's close up the show. In the interest of time, uh, we're not going to we're not going to run around. You guys know uh, where to follow us and everything at Three Count Thursday Facebook, Twitter, 
and Instagram, threecountthursday.com. Subscribe on all podcast platforms. Thank to everybody uh, for uh, for playing along. Get the merchandise over at tpublic.com. We certainly do appreciate that as well. And look, you know, today was um, you know today was a, a sad day for a lot of people uh, in the wrestling world. I'm very glad uh, that some people spent some time with us here on a Thursday night. Uh, tell your people you love them. Um, that life is way, way, way too short. Um, so tell your people we love them. We love you. We thank you for your support as always. Uh, subscribe to the show. Don't miss our Tuesday episode. And uh, and until next time, stay safe, stay smart, and go for the pin. <laughs>